Hey everybody and welcome back to the podcast. So I've been uh, away for a bit. I've got a couple updates um, that do correlate with trauma (laughs) and uh, just kind of life and I think that it's really important to talk about this stuff because we are all trauma survivors and we're like out there living life, right? We're trying to live our lives. And uh, for me, it's really nice when I am with a friend or listening to a podcast or something like that. And they're just kind of talking about life, life after trauma. Okay. Um, my plan was to initially record, um, the positive things. I have like a list of 10 things that, um, are actually really positive after you, you know, experience trauma. I know that sounds a little messed up, but some beautiful things happen, um, once you are away from it and, um, you grow in ways that are, it's unreal just how much you grow. Um, it's a slow transformation, but, if you do the work and if you put faith in yourself and you reach back out and you form a community of healthy, non-toxic, healthy friends and family around you and loved ones, it's really beautiful what can happen. So um, that's coming up pretty soon. Like I was going to do it this week, but then I got home from what I'm about to talk about and uh my kids like oh yeah mom I don't have school Thursday or Friday and then um my best friend uh needs me to watch her kids for the night so we're having a huge sleepover party on Friday night and I just I just don't have the time (laughs) this week um and that's okay I'm like loving that I have things on my docket so um I've been I haven't recorded or uploaded and I think a couple weeks now. Um, and I think I recorded after my father came to visit. Um, and that was, you know, a very illuminating trip. Um, I'll talk about that when I'm ready. But then my, um, I met my mother-in-law for the first time and Mr. Trauma's mom and grandma trauma is really cool. Um, (laughs) she's amazing. And, um, she came out to visit, but in the midst of us planning all of this, you know, stuff, these visits, my mom calls me and she's like, uh, so I need to have a knee replacement surgery. And at first I was like, Oh, there's no way I'm gonna be able to swing this. I have a fourth grader. I have, you know, a life. I've got a husband. I have a family. I have commitments. And I'm like, mom, you know, like, what are we going to do? And she had, you know, other options, which is why, of course, you know, I took pause. And then I said, you know, I, I can't do it. And then I got off the phone with her and I was like, what am I doing? I can make this work. I have a lot of things that can make this work that I didn't have before. I have my friends who I am now back full strength. Everything's great. Thank God for good friends, by the way. Shout out to all those good friends out there that have supported someone who has been in a traumatic situation that maybe drew them away from you for a while and then opened your heart to let them back in. 
because that's beautiful and that's selfless and that's friendship. So anyway, thank you for all those beautiful friends out there. I have them and I love them. So I was like, I have my friends, I have my neighbors, I have my husband, um, I have my my son's father, I have all you know, I have a, a really good village around here for me. Um, so I was like, okay. And like, so I called her back and I said, mom, I'm coming. And I was like, get the first available appointment. Thankfully it was about five weeks out. So I had some time to get my ducks in a row. Um, <laughs> then there was like a false alarm that my husband was going to be transferred to another job site. Um, for his, you know, nine to five job and that the commute would be instead of five minutes, it would be an hour and a half long. And that's where we're headed. And that's where we knew we were headed, but we kind of anticipated late October. So I was like, oh my gosh, you know, freaking out. I'm like, I can't leave my son. You know, he's in fourth grade. I can't leave him home for more than, he's never really been home alone. So we were kind of practicing, you know, the, you know, latch key pro, you know, like a template, I guess I'll say I'm, I'm a little fumbly on my words today, but, um, my ADHD is like kicking hard right now. So I'm getting through this the best I can. So bear with me. (laughs) Um, but we had installed a, you know, garage code. We were practicing, you know, using that instead of the front door to make sure the house was locked and he was locked back in, you know, during that like 15 to 20 minute time period where he would be by himself. Well, that turned into an hour and a half, two hours after my husband got word that he was going to be transferred immediately. So thankfully, um, my mother-in-law, she was like, well, you know, I, I did offer to come for longer and you know, I can, I can stay and I can help. And I was like, oh my God, thank you. Okay. And then it turned out that it was a false alarm anyway. So it worked out really well. She got to come out and spend 10, I think she was here for like, well, it was like 10 days. It was a while because she was here for maybe eight days. Um, but we had some time to get to know each other. We, we have been talking on the phone for quite some time and texting and forming a relationship, but we had yet to meet like face to face and let's just say it went really well. And I adore her and I am so blessed that she is in my life. She's an amazing woman and she inspires me and I really appreciate her because she understands what Mr. Trauma went through. She saw it firsthand. She understands what I went through. She put the puzzle pieces together and she's like, wow, you guys are really meant to be together. Like, She's like, I get emotional when I think about the two of you and how happy you guys are finally. So um, we had some really great positive conversations. And then I had to leave <laughs> all by myself <laughs> for the first time since, um, well, for the first time in a long time. I didn't have anything or anyone with me to sort of ground me. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be a caretaker for the next week for my mom. And I have to show up and I have to be consistent and I have to follow through. So I was really nervous going into this. But, you know, once I got there 
I realized she was way more nervous than I was. So that kind of helped negate that emotion pretty quickly. And for the most part, it went really well. Um, I did everything that she needed me to do. And I left feeling very accomplished, feeling like I had, I know that sounds interesting, but like when you're in the throes of trauma, especially in a narcissistic abuse, abusive relationship, you're in this thing called the fog and you can't like see like two inches in front of your face. And so like other people, they just don't reach out and they, they don't count on you and they don't see you because you're invisible and you're isolating yourself. You're like a shell of yourself. And I felt like I had sort of proven that I have done a lot of work um, on myself. My mom was like blown away at me. She was just like, you're the happiest I've ever seen you ever. And in your, all the way you're in a really hot part of the country, you don't like the heat and you know, you're here with me taking care of me and I'm a princess and my mom is a princess. Um, but she's wonderful. And, um, we got through it, right? We did. And she is on her way to being the bionic lady now with her new knee. So um, I took really good care of her and I feel really good about that. So that is the long and short, short and long, long and short of why I've been um, sort of like not recording or uploading consistently or even updating the social media stuff because I have been just taking care of other people for the first time in a really long time. It feels really, really good. And then, uh, so I got home. Well, let me back up. (laughs) So when I was gone, it was great, but it was really difficult being away from my family, from my son and from my husband. And, you know, my mother-in-law who I had just, you know, bonded so deeply with, I felt like I was leaving behind all of my life preservers and, Um, there was a night that I got food poisoning and I was very sick. I was like barfing my guts out and I'm like, I just want to go home. Like it was miserable. And I was just like, what am I going to do? I didn't sleep. I was throwing up all night and I'm like, this is what you do. You put one foot in front of the other because you're here to do something for someone else. And it's now time that you can do that. And I got through it. Um, I will never eat spinach artichoke dip again in my life. I am 99.9% sure that is what made me sick. (laughs) And it was really bad and really painful and really not a fun experience. Especially because my mom, you know, needed me to get her, her medication every four hours. So I wasn't sleeping through the night anyway. Whenever she needed to go to the bathroom, you know, she needed some help and... So I was pretty much like on call for six days straight and then I get sick in the middle of this trip and I'm like, oh, what the fuck is going on? I mean, talk about progress. If that would have happened, I mean, I wouldn't have been invited to take care of my mom in the first place um, when I was with my ex because I was just chronically unreliable because I, I couldn't even show up for myself really. So, you know, I was just like, this is the worst case scenario, but I'm here and I'm getting through it. So it was pretty, pretty cool, pretty great on that one. But 
oh boy, did I miss my husband. It was like on a level of like almost an unhealthy, like just pining <laughs> for him. And, um, it was, that was the hardest part was being away from him. And he, you know, he's going to be on here more. He is transitioning to a new, um, job site, um, in his profession. And so he's finishing up. He's kind of like the boss man. So he has to be very, um, you know, present at work. And then he wants to spend his time with us. So once this phase into this new normal happens, he will be on here much more because he's got a lot of things he wants to talk about. But right now, you got to pay the bills, right? So um, he will be here in a couple weeks once things settle down and once we get into a groove. Um, so that's another update. The final update I have is yesterday. Let's see. Yes, yesterday. My, my, my. Was... Um, the one-year anniversary of when I met Mr. Trauma. Didn't date when I met him. <laughs> uh, and we didn't go on our first date until uh, Halloween. So we talked from hello, from the first hi. We have talked every day on the phone. And, you know, now we're married uh, for an entire year. There has not been one day that has gone by for a year that we have not, um, been in contact. And it started out as us being really good friends and then really good friends turned into a really big crush and really big crush turned into a big old commitment. So, um, we had a really beautiful time reconnecting over this last week. I got home last Tuesday and I just said, I'm shutting everything down. I'm taking a week or two to regroup. Um, I'm still going to take one more week off of everything to regroup and be with my family. Because I went to see my mom, right? Remember that? It was like, a couple, like in August. Saw my mom. Brought my son. Came home. My dad comes to visit. <laughs> School starts. Okay. So then my mother-in-law comes out. Then I find out my mom needs a knee replacement. Holy moly. So it's been nonstop. Everything has been chaotic. There has always been something on the docket for well, really since like the beginning of August. And now we're in mid-October. So um, for someone who has CPTSD and ADHD and is a, <laughs> is a newlywed with a kid... That's a lot going on. That's a full plate right there, guys. Full plate. So um, I'm taking some time off, but I just wanted to jump on here and say that everything continues to get better as time goes on. And I don't know where you guys are in your journey. Um, I don't know if you're even beginning to realize that you have a journey to start. Um, you might be listening to this podcast like thinking, what is she talking about? That's okay. Um, wherever you are right now is where you need to be. And I have now done a full trip around the sun without being bombarded with abuse, with verbal abuse 
physical abuse, domestic violence, narcissistic abuse, absolute mayhem and chaos and rage. It's been longer than a year, but it has been a official year with someone who brings me peace, brings me joy, a year back with my family, a year back integrating into my friendships, a year back of me doing the work, you know, really doing it. And um, I'm, if the girl that's talking on this podcast right now would have told the girl a year ago that I'd be here and I'd be doing a podcast and I would be married and I would be um, so much more aware of myself. I would be sober, clear-headed. I would be grounded as much as one with ADHD can be grounded. My son would be thriving. My friendships, my family, is they're all healthy and thriving. I have the most beautiful life I could ever imagine. I would have told that girl she was insane and laughed and rolled my eyes. But guess what? She, you know, if that girl would have said that, she would have been right. And I'm here. I've come way, way further than I anticipated reflecting back on things. And, um, you know, everyone processes and heals differently. And you have good days and bad days. I still have good days and bad days. I'll be honest. I cried about two hours ago because um, I had to uh, do something a little bit, it's like adulting, right? Like I had to really be an adult and it took a lot out of me. Um, and it sort of reminded me of not being in control of something. And so I was upset about that, but I got through it and I resolved it and I fixed it. Yeah. I cried a little bit, but that's okay. It's okay. Um, yeah, I'm a little exhausted right now. I'm a little under the weather. I am, I would say, a little depressed. But I am okay. I'm safe. I am aware of these things going on in my mind. I'm aware of my mental health. I'm aware of what I need to do in order to remedy what's going on today, which is sleep and reconnect back with my family again when they get home when my son gets home from school and my husband gets home from work you know feed my body with good food um entertain my brain with conversation and laughter and activities with my family and uh that's how I remedy the situation um, so anyway, I don't know what this podcast is going to be called, probably just like a check-in, um, but I have some pretty exciting things coming down the pipe. Um, nothing is like super set in stone yet, but there have been some amazing conversations with a couple people who have these stories that are going to be very important, um, that they share, and I am happy that they uh, are going to use this platform to do so. I think you will find them to be inspiring and each one has a different um, 
story to tell and also has gone through different forms of trauma. So it's going to be very um, enlightening and it's also going to be very um, honest and raw and I'm just going to sit back and let them talk and um, share their stories. So that's coming up as well. Um, And, you know, it's funny these things take time <laughs> to get these planned and that's okay. And traumatized people were like notoriously just sort of like um, a bit disorganized, but it's like a beautiful thing. Cause it's like, Hey, I, I totally understand. It's no problem. Like we're very understanding of timing and I wasn't planning or anticipating having to go out of town for so long. So it kind of set everything back for me a couple weeks and that's okay. Um, I am in no hurry to say anything on this podcast that I'm not ready to say yet. I'm in no hurry to make this something that is not authentic. I'm just here letting you know that we're still here. um, And that's what was up with me. And I have celebrated the victories, which was getting my mom through her surgery, traveling by myself, not having my support system because, you know, my mom is my support system, but she needed me. You know, I was the caretaker. And, you know, being able to be trusted to fulfill that role for her was really important to me. And um, I feel closer to my mom than I have in a long time. And, again, I met my mother-in-law. I have a beautiful family. I have... A lot to be thankful for. Um, And it's been a full year of like tangible moving forward. Like, okay, I want to work towards something. I met someone. Um, How am I going to like navigate this shit if I'm falling on my face all the time? I got to really like work on myself. And it motivated me to do that because I knew this was worth something. I knew this was going somewhere and... um, I had a feeling and I followed my heart for the first time in a long time. So I'll leave you with that. And again, um, I know that some of these podcasts are not as structured as I'd like them to be. I'm working on that. I'm getting restructured here. Um, But I just want you guys to know that if you need support, please reach out. Um, I always leave our contact info in the show notes. And also, if you don't feel comfortable reaching out to us, reach out to Crisis Text Line. Um, I'm still, you know, plugging away volunteering. I've been doing it for, gosh, they've been doing, Crisis Text Line's been there for 10 years now. And I have been a part of of them for about seven years. So I'm an OG, as they say. Um, And we have a lot of really great things going on right now. In terms of really focusing on trauma, um, bringing a lot more resources than we had. So if you need some help and you're in crisis and you need someone to talk to and share and it's anonymous and we are there for you, please text the word home to 741741 or go to org, and you can text from your computer as well. That's a new feature, which is pretty awesome. So you can uh, 
connect with us through your phone or your computer at this point. Um, and then obviously there is 911 if you are in immediate danger. And then there is the getting yourself out of the situation and taking it into your own hands and getting yourself into a safe space. Either way, don't stay miserable. Don't stay in fear. Get out. Even if it's not a permanent exit, it's a lot better to go to a safe place and have things diffuse themselves than to stay like I did and um, be uh, tormented and tortured and absolutely terrorized. So with that, I'll leave you be for now and I will be back with um, some actual real really good information, um, a structured podcast, and then we will be having um, our first guest on here pretty soon. And I think I'm part of a network now. <laughs> I'll have to check in with Russ at Traumatized exactly how to um, how this all works, but um, I'm part of the trauma, um, it's like the Trauma Survivor Network or the Trauma Podcast Creator Network. Um, it's a network. So if I upload a episode, it's supposed to pop on there and hopefully you guys can find me there too. Find us there. Um, like I said, reach out. I have resources. I don't need to know anything about you or your situation, but you're not alone. I say it in the trailer. We're with you every step of the way. I am, you know, as a reminder, I am a certified crisis counselor. I am also a trauma survivor. I was in a narcissistic abusive relationship for six years. I was brought to my knees and I'm someone who would help people. So if that puts it in perspective that I'm someone that would save people or, you know, I do save people, that's a a big part of my life. It gives me a lot of purpose and I couldn't see past it. I couldn't see the red flags. You know, there's something wrong <laughs> because, um, I am a very high ranking crisis counselor and, um, I had to integrate myself back into it again. And I had to be fully transparent about what happened, about what I went through. And honestly, I'm better for it. I'm better at being there for others in need because of what I went through. Not that I wish it on anyone else, but if it can happen to me, guys, it can really happen to anybody. And I'm not trying to like toot my own horn here, but I really thought I knew, I knew what a bad person was. And, uh, oh boy, I, I did not know that until the reality I lived for six years. So it's a legit, thing. I'm a legit person. This is a legit place to come for support and I can point you in a direction uh, that can help. So and with that being said, take care. Have a great rest of your week. Like I said, my kiddo doesn't have school the next two days and we got sleepover madness. So I am planning on coming back on next week with a regular upload schedule again I just wanted to let everyone know we haven't disappeared and we're just kind of spending some time together and I'm regrouping and I'm kind of just putting my feet up and uh kicking back and processing um 
all the things that have happened in the last couple months, which it's been very condensed. And it's really nice just to be able to cruise. So look forward to a lot of awesome stuff coming down the pipe for you. And again, please reach out. Please, please don't do this alone. You're never alone. Okay. Worry like that. I know I'm stumbling over my words. I'm really tired and I haven't had caffeine yet today, but, um, we trauma survivors, you find a friend in us. Even if you don't know anything about us, we have one thing in common. We survived. Okay. So you always have family in this community and please don't be afraid to reach out. And if you are unable to reach out because you are in a unsafe like situation, please reach out with law enforcement so you can get out of that situation. I know I'm being very dramatic. I'm doing it every time because it's a goddamn deal. It's a big deal. Okay. All right. Well, if you got to the end of this, you're a hero because I'm just rambling, but, um, Take care and I will see you guys next week back on here. And um, again, just thanks for all the support so far. I'm overwhelmed with like just the feedback I've been getting and I feel like I'm just sitting here rambling, but apparently um, it's doing some good. So I'm gonna keep doing it, okay? Um, Sending love, take care and I'll be back.